0: Hey, everybody, how's it going? I am excited to talk to you today about utilizing market research to validate your product ideas. Um, this is an awesome topic because right now the market is kind of changing. You know, it's dynamic and we're not really sure what's going to happen. So, I am excited to share with you how I come up with cool product ideas and find opportunities in the marketplace just by utilizing um, market research and validation. So without further ado, let me share my screen and we'll get going. All right, so as I mentioned, you really want to be able to utilize a lot of tools that are already accessible free and paid tools um, to make sure that you're doing market research instead of just product research because product research is going to give you some really great data points. But if you're not studying the market as a whole, you might not know what people are talking about, what they're studying. Um, And then validation, the validation piece is actually understanding and making sure that your idea is something that people will buy. Uh, So I'm excited to talk about that today. So who the heck is this chick that's talking to you right now? (laughs) Um, I'm Amy Weiss from amazingathome.com. And I am a mom, I'm a wife, I uh, am a cat lover. My business is actually, my private label business actually started because of a problem that I had with my cat. So I invented a better way to clean the cat litter box. It's called Sifties. We got this picture down here. Um, and so along that journey of inventing that product, I also really helped a lot of other entrepreneurs bring their products to market, develop their products, launch them, study the market, all of that kind of fun stuff. And I also um, founded and uh, or was part founder of of four online businesses and some of them are right here on the screen. So I have amazing at home, of course, which is my consulting firm. And we have courses for e-commerce entrepreneurs. We um, really help people from concept all the way to launch of their products in e-commerce. And then also the scalability of their businesses beyond e-commerce I do a lot of public speaking. Uh, you might've seen me talk about listing optimization or sourcing from China, You know, lots of different topics. And then of course I have a podcast. where are uh, at the Amazon FBA podcast. Uh, and my, me and my partner, Andy, are not. We go live every Tuesday and we talk about hot topics in e-commerce. And finally, of course I mentioned I'm a chick with cool friends <laughs> because uh, I don't do any of this alone. As you all know, as entrepreneurs, we really do need to have an awesome network. So um, I'm very grateful for all of the people that I've learned from and all of the people that I've been able to to help along the way. So let's get started with this. You know, you might be wondering what you should source now because we're going through this coronavirus thing. It's, we're not really sure if if the published trends, you know, I have this, this photo over here of these fashion trends. Uh, we're not really sure if these trends are going to continue the same way after the pandemic that we're going through right now. We don't know if people will be more interested in leisure wear or you know if these uh, office, these home office trends will continue or if people will be more excited to get back to work. Uh, we just we don't know. So we aren't sure whether the published trends are going to change. And then if you have existing products that you're currently selling, maybe your sales are up. Or maybe your sales are down uh, and you aren't really sure whether to continue with your existing products or whether you need to develop them or differentiate them. And then finally, maybe you had some new product ideas or you're wanting to come up with new product ideas. The question is, should you move forward with these products in 2020? 2020 has been a crazy year, oh my goodness. So so I hope to kind of address that uh, during this presentation and show you some ways where you can make better decisions with your sourcing and with your product development. So there are some proven methods that have really stood the test of time. Uh, I have this photo over here of some some cave people. (laughs) I love to say one of my favorite sayings is uh, that people have been trading goods and services since the caveman days. So you know I, I've been on Amazon since 2007 uh, so I didn't I wasn't on Amazon at the time when, when people were taking courses and uh, there, there really wasn't anything you had to figure it out you know so I, I really just applied basic business principles supply and demand And so you know if you do the same thing in your business and you kind of study okay well what does the supply look like and what does the demand look like and can I have an impact? in either of those, you're definitely going to succeed. And luckily today with all of the internet tools at our disposal, we can really um, make sure that people are searching for what we're looking for. We can check in on these trends. And that's what this presentation is all about. So these two proven methods that have stood the test of time are market research, where we're studying the market to learn what people are talking about and what they want, and validation that's where we actually verify that they're going to buy this product from us as opposed to our competitors. So we can use these techniques at any time, no matter what's happening in the market, to understand and make decisions on future sourcing and future products. So the questions that you should answer during market research is number one, is it growing or steady steady trend? So you might see a sudden growth like face masks right now. I would say that is a sudden growth. Um, But is that growth going to continue to last? I think it might. I think it might continue for a little while, because as states in the US, for example, are slowly opening up, many of them are requiring that people wear masks. So I do think that it will continue for a little while. Uh, But I don't know that it will continue into next year or the following year. So will I be getting into face masks in anytime soon? No, (laughs) probably not. And then the second question you should answer is, are people asking questions about it? So, you know, are people writing blogs about it? Are people asking questions online about it? Are they researching it? Uh, You should know the answer to this question. I'm going to show you some techniques to find out if people are asking questions about your product or topic. The third thing is what kind of differentiations are people searching for? So you want to look for what people are searching for, such as versus or with So if I'm going to change out this water bottle that I have right here, and I'm going to put lights in it, I'm like, man, I really like to take my, my water bottle on a walk in the morning. And I think that having a light in it would be really cool. Well, are people searching for water bottles with lights? We can find that out. And that's, it's really, really helpful. So, and then what a lot of people do, you know, they also look for bad reviews on a product, you know, I haven't seen any bad reviews of somebody saying, man, I really, really wish you'd add lights, but <laughs> but we could utilize um, some product reviews there. But uh, either way, we want to know what kind of differentiations are they searching for. Because if I just differentiate this and make it green, but nobody's really searching for that, or uh, it isn't really something that's in demand, then I've now launched a product that Nobody's really going to buy and it's going to cost me a lot of money in advertising and convincing the customer that they need it, um, which is a lot of work. And I, I see a lot of people do that. They'll differentiate a product, but it's not really based on any um, any kind of market research or validation. And then they end up really having a tough time selling it. Uh, so what are people blogging about in this trend is question number four. What, what kind of things are people blogging about? Bloggers, they make their living by getting visits to their websites. And so they have to blog about trends because that's what makes them you know, successful bloggers. And if you search for a certain topic and those blogs are coming up, you can definitely, there's tools you can use to see how many people have interacted with that blog, um, how much that blog has been shared across social media. So we can find out how much people are really you know, into that blog post or that website sharing that information. And then finally, what is the industry saying about this trend? So, you know, for example, I'm in the pet market. And so I did a lot of studying of pet market trends, pet industry publications. And I learned that, you know, people spend more money on litter box accessories um, than they actually spend on litter boxes, which makes sense. You buy more accessories, right? But then I also learned that they mostly buy them online, which is another good thing for me to know, You know, if I'm in in the litter box market, which I am. So you really wanna be able to look at industry publications because this information is already there. I know Nielsen puts out a whole bunch of information about what people are buying, what they're selling, all that kind of stuff. And uh, you can utilize that information to your advantage. So next market research tools. This is, I mean, the nerd in me loves these tools. I love uh, utilizing the tools that are available and learning about new tools all the time. So the first tool would be um, Google Trends. You can go to trends.google.com and check out your topic. You can put in your topic and, um, you know, if we're we're searching for water bottle, (laughs) it's a little bit of a saturated trend, but maybe we can see what the latest demands are in the water bottle trend by going on on Google Trends. Um, And then also there's a a new website that I recently learned about called Trendly, T-R-E-E-N-D-L-Y, and they look at um, trends across various marketplaces. And they also look at, Content, for example, on Reddit and Pinterest, and things that people are, they look at conversations that people are having in relation to that trend to make sure that it's really indeed a trend. And then they also have a website called Cart, which um, I think you can go to usecart.com. But this Cart website looks at what people are buying across Shopify websites. So that's great information to know, right? You can catch a trend and see what's selling right now, what's going on, Uh, but those are some great trend tools. Uh, The next one I have here is Answer the Public. What Answer the Public is, is it's a website, answerthepublic.com, where you can enter in a topic, and I'm gonna show you examples of all these, so don't worry, but you can enter in a topic and um, they will tell you what questions people are asking about that topic online, which is really, really cool. Uh, And then next, keyword tools. I love Amazon keyword tools, of course, but I also love to use keyword tools across the internet. For example, Ahrefs. Um, I use a tool called Brand Overflow that I really like. Um, Ubersuggest by Neil Patel is a really great keyword tool. Uh, But putting in those keywords, those um, topics, and finding out what are the most shared blog posts, What are the trends? So is it, what's the search volume across the internet? What are the trends? Is it peaking right now? Is it on a downward trend? You can just definitely check that with all of these keyword tools. You can also see what the top websites, what related keywords the top websites also rank for. So, you know, if there is a really popular website for a particular topic, I can look and see what related keywords they're also ranked for. And that could be really helpful in my my market research. Next, the search bar. I love the search bar. Search engines, they wanna make people happy. Think about how Google became so popular, right? By showing the most relevant results. I mean, Amazon is also a search engine and they have a six times the conversion rate of, for example, competitors like Walmart. And why? Because they are showing the most relevant results to search terms put into their search bars. So all you have to do is start typing something into the search bar and you will see all those wonderful suggestions on Amazon and in Google. And you can find out what people are searching for right now based on those um, auto suggestions. You can do the same thing on social media, which is a really cool way to see what's happening right now and what's trending. And then finally, again, remember, industry publications, you can definitely just Google it, you know, industry publications for the, you know, pet products, you know, that kind of thing. And and you're going to find many different industry publications um, for your niche. All right. So the example that I'm going to show you is let's say that we're wanting to get into the baby market (laughs) because after this coronavirus crisis, we, there's going to be a lot of babies born. Some people are saying that. So, you know, baby showers is an interesting thing. Maybe a lot of people are gonna be having baby showers. So we need to look, is it a growing or a steady trend? So we look at Google trends on this first um, slide here, and we see that over the last 12 months, this picture up here over the last 12 months, um, this trend has actually dipped quite a bit. You can see, you know, we've got search results close to the, the 100 line here, and then March 22nd, it was all the way down here, right? But then what's great about Google Trends is you can look over the last five years. So you can see over the last five years, it actually dips several times um, during that five-year period, but then it recovers quite nicely. So maybe people, maybe there's a season for babies, who knows, but, um, but. It's not necessarily concerning that it's dipping right now because it looks like it will easily recover based on trends over the last five years. So now we put baby shower into answerthepublic.com which remember answer the public is questions that people are asking online. So we see some data here and we can see that uh, the question, are baby shower favors necessary? Are baby shower games necessary? And then, can the baby shower with me? Hmm. Okay, some of that search volume isn't actually attributed to actual baby showers, but can the baby shower with me? I've seen people make mistakes um, when doing keyword research and launch a product that they thought had really great search volume but a lot of that search volume was actually attributed to a topic that didn't have anything to do with their product so this is why you want to study trends because you know if i if a lot of that search volume is coming from the question can the baby shower with me and i'm putting all of my efforts into oh yes this is you know baby shower this is great well I, I might might be sorely disappointed. So you just wanna make sure that you're studying the the market as a whole and different meanings for those words. And then, you know, how, how a baby shower is done. How does a baby shower work? Okay, if I'm looking for product ideas in this market, maybe I'm gonna put together a kit, like throw throw a baby shower, here's everything you need, games, all this kind of stuff. People are asking for that. Think of the content that you could create around that. What, what baby shower gifts to buy? Okay, people are curious about that. Uh, when a baby shower should be done, interesting, um, and where, when does the baby shower happen and you know, baby shower themes and such. So we know that people are asking questions about it and we know what questions they're asking. If you use this tool, answerthepublic.com, you'll see it offers data in both this format and really cool diagram formats. And you'll see a bunch of green circles in the diagrams that come up The greener the circle, the more searched it is. So that's just a tip to keep in mind when you use Answer the Public. All right, so again, we also wanna know what kind of differentiations are people searching for? So remember, check for and, versus, like, or, and Answer the Public gives us this information. You just scroll down past the initial questions and you'll get um, some of these comparisons. So we can see baby shower and gender reveal party. People are searching for that. Uh, baby shower like games, baby shower or gender reveal. Okay, people are, gender reveal is something that has come up more recently and um, and people are trying to decide clearly which one should they do. Um, baby shower versus sprinkle. I don't even know what a sprinkle is, but if I'm going to be in this market, I better find out, right? Um, so there's a lot of really cool information when we look at this and now if we're considering a product in this niche we might want to do some more research on for example sprinkle gender reveal parties and make sure that there's there's a trend heading, heading more in the direction of what we're thinking of and this is how we discover those additional research points to look into. All right. Next. I went to Reddit. I love Reddit. I get so much information from Reddit. If you're not on Reddit yet, check it out. Um, but you can search anything. I searched for baby shower and I could see what kind of things are people talking about when, in terms of baby shower, the perfect baby shower invitation. That's cool. Look at that. It got 4,000 upvotes. Um, my mom asked me to make a baby shower cake. (laughs) let's just say no one wanted to cut the cord, 19,000 upvotes. I mean, really cool. So um, anyway, I can get some really great, interesting information about my topic, about my trend from sites like Reddit. Now, Trendly, that other website that I mentioned, they actually take these conversations and curate them and kind of figure out if it's an actual trend or not. And they put that information right on the page for you on the website. So some of your tools will do that as well. Uber Suggest does the same thing. They will take popular blog posts and stuff like that related, and they'll put it right there in your keyword research on the page when you type in baby shower. So it's another quick way to get to it, but going to these sites yourself, Also gives you a really great idea of what people are talking about, what people like, what they don't like, and then you can go into each of these. I mean, look at this, 192 comments on the cake. People might be sharing their experiences. They might be giving their opinion. How valuable is that to you if you are going into, you know, this trend, this topic, and maybe thinking along those lines. All right, next, Pinterest. I love Pinterest it is so great. There are so many people that go to Pinterest to look for ideas. So remember how I said use the search bar because the search bar is going to tell you what people are searching for on that particular platform. Well, I put in the search bar in Baby Shower here and I can see people on Pinterest are looking for ideas, games, themes, decorations, for boys, food, favors, gifts, and then a lot of popular blogs at the bottom here. So Um, there's a a popular boards, excuse me, people make Pinterest boards and they get followed by sometimes thousands of followers. So it's really great to, uh, to check out both the boards that are really popular as well as some of these search results that are popping up here. Um, so if it's me, I'm going to go into each of these areas and see what people are pinning, what they're talking about, what is most pinned, um, what some of these popular boards have pinned on them. Uh, and related content. My keyword tool here, I have, I put Baby Shower into the brand overflow tool and I can see that keywords that the top 10 websites also rank for are Baby Shower Meaning, Baby Shower in India, Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, maybe there's a population in the U.S. that is does something different, you know, for baby showers. And maybe there's a population that you could really there's a niche there that you could um, appeal to with a certain product or a line of products. Um, baby shower photography, uh, baby shower ideas for games. A lot of people are looking for that baby shower ideas on a budget. So we get the idea. We're like, OK, this is what people are searching for. This is what they're interested in. Then, as I mentioned, um, most of these tools, Uber Suggest does this, Brand Overflow does this, they give you these top websites and um, who is, you know, what shares they get. Like, so for example, they've got Facebook here um, and some, some really inf- in- interesting um, amount of engagements and shares going on. So we can see that Wikipedia is really highly visited for baby showers. Okay, we might wanna visit there. Um, We can see parents.com is very popular party city. Okay. That's something that's another um, pitfall. I often see e-commerce entrepreneurs fall into is they won't check where people buy products, certain products. So they will launch a product on Amazon saying, okay, well, there there isn't one like this on Amazon. And I know it's a, a product idea that is awesome, but it might be something that people prefer not to buy on Amazon. They might prefer to go buy it you know, in the store. So uh, often with search results, I'll see Walmart or Target and I'll know that people look for that particular product at Walmart or Target. And I definitely take that into consideration before considering launching it in e-commerce because some products people like to go and buy. And in the case of a baby shower, I can imagine wanting to go to Party City because you could get everything there and you don't have to like, oh, okay, I'm gonna buy these invitations on Amazon and then these, uh, you know, these balloons from this site, you, know, you can go to the store, get everything you need at once and it's, it's much easier, right? So that's something else that we wanna take into consideration. And then, you know, we can see some other things here. We got Oriental Trading, which is another online website that's really popular for um, party supplies and stuff like that. We've got some Pinterest stuff that's very, very popular. I would wanna check that out. Um, And uh, yeah, some great ideas here. So marketplace trends, what is the industry saying? So I have baby industry trends and that's what I Googled here. Um, And you can see what are people buying and selling? by looking right on Amazon. So I type in baby shower into the Amazon um, search bar and I can see the most search things are gifts, thank you cards, gifts for girls. This is what people are searching for and buying um, on Amazon. So I'm going to look at the results of each of those and see what the what the trends are. What kind of things have re, are really great sellers? What are not great sellers? What's the reason that they're selling well or not selling well? Um, and then also over here on Google, when I look at the industry trends, I can see um, you know baby product sales in the U.S. Great! I can find out the baby product market size and share. That's great information for my business plan. Um, and I can just read about. Um, what is going on in this market so now i want to dig deeper i want to dig deeper into my trend based on my customer and my products so for example if i'm considering a baby shower game i'm going to search for baby shower but i'm also going to dig deeper into baby shower games because the results we just went through all these steps the results are going to be different when I type baby shower games into all of those tools, all of those um, examples that we just went through. For example, if I go to Reddit and I type in baby shower games, if I go to Pinterest and I type in baby shower games, everything I'm going to get is going to be different than just baby shower. Uh, So I'm wanting to dig into these trends and see what's going on on both sides. I also really want, even if I'm just considering baby shower games, I still wanna search for baby shower Because it might give me more insight into um, other trends that I, like the gender reveal party thing. I probably wouldn't even thought of that. My kids are older, right? So I probably wouldn't have even thought about the whole gender reveal thing if it weren't for seeing that and, and researching that. And that might not have come up under baby shower games research, right? So you want to make sure that you're researching both sides of things, like the main topic and then your subtopics. So we can see baby shower games actually gets searched more than, um, than baby shower in general, right? So baby shower across the internet is at 135,000 search volume, very very high, and we can see the PPC difficulty is also very high, which means that it's going to be really hard to rank for that keyword. <laughs> There's a lot of competition. That's what that means. And then we've got uh, baby shower games, really high search volume. Uh, as well as really high PPC difficulty. So we want to definitely use a framework if we can for our market research. So I've given you a lot of tools here, but it's really helpful if you use a business planning template because it's going to walk you through the questions uh, that you should answer in your business plan about your market. And it's also going to give you some helpful um, indicators, some helpful suggestions for you to answer those questions. So I use a business plan template from score.org. It's great. I mean, it really gets deep into your market research and it tells you what kind of things you should be concerned with, like your market size, your total addressable market, all these different things. So this will help you in your research along the way to actually follow a framework. So let's get into validation. We've done some market research. Maybe we've discovered a product that we might be thinking about moving forward with based on our our baby shower trends. And so we're thinking, oh man, okay, I saw something in my research and I'm thinking maybe I should do a product along this line, along this topic. Well, that's when we get into product validation. We wanna know why will they buy from us and how much will they pay? Those are the two questions we have to answer during product validation. Why will they buy from you versus your competitors? And how much will they pay? Why should we ask how much will they pay? It's really important because if your product is not profitable, so for example, if I'm going to get back to launching this, um, this green version of this water bottle and I find out that people don't really see a lot of perceived value in it being green and it costs me extra money to, um, to launch that, Well, I'm going to be stuck in a race to the bottom of prices because my differentiation doesn't matter to the customer and they're not going to pay more for a green water bottle. So it's really important to understand how much will they pay for your differentiation? How much will they pay for your brand, your version of the product? And will they actually buy it from you versus your competitors? Why should they buy my green water bottle when Yeti? has the market cornered, right? (laughs) I wanna know if they're gonna buy from me. Um, So this this is the next step in the process and we're gonna go through this now. So the questions that we should answer during validation. The first question, does my differentiation matter to potential customers? Does it matter? So does it matter that I'm making a green water bottle? (laughs) <laughs> you know, it probably doesn't, but you know that's something that you really want to be answering. And then, what do they think of it? You want to know what do they think of it. How how can you um, how can you get feedback from them on their thoughts about that? We're going to go through examples of each of these. And then, how much would they pay for it? The thing when you ask people how much would they pay for something. You also learn the answer to the question, will they buy it? Because if you ask them how much will they pay for it, they might say, Well, I wouldn't buy it for me, actually. I would buy it for a friend or I buy it as a gift. And that's really valuable feedback. And then the next question is: Do they prefer your version of it or the best seller? So this is the other pitfall I see people fall into. They will pick the best seller of a product, and they'll say, "Well, I can make one really similar to this, and maybe I can steal some of their market share." Well, do you know where they're actually getting their, their share from? I mean, do they have a large presence off of Amazon? Do they have a huge following on Instagram? Do they have an influencer behind them? You know? Are they going to buy from you or are they going to stick with the current version because it's a trusted, well-known brand? And so it's really important to know that uh, if you're bringing a new product or a differentiation to the market, that they'll actually buy from you. And then are they going to follow you to launch and beyond? So can you get them interested in following your brand? If you put this product out and then you follow it up with a, you know, if I put my green water bottle out and I followed up with a black one, are they gonna buy from me? Are they gonna keep buying from me? Are they going to be interested in following my brand and, and continuing to be a customer? So the tools that we can use for validation I love the fact that we have the Internet now, you know, I can't imagine doing validation like way back in the day. I remember as a kid, you'd walk through the mall and the people would be standing there with the little survey clipboards and say, excuse me, would you mind taking a survey? And there's still those people. There's still those kinds of surveys. But now we have things like Google surveys where they've already got people that are willing to take surveys. Uh, They have a large audience. And you can ask questions like, where do you shop for groceries? You know, and you can get, you can get access to the the questions that have already been asked in their database. That's so valuable. Facebook groups. You can build a Facebook group of, you know, if I'm launching a product for moms, I can build a Facebook group for parents, you know, for moms. And I can get their feedback, I can share with them and you know, get their following as well. Uh, and then captive audiences. So YouTube, um, all kinds of, you know, whenever, whenever you have a, a an opportunity for a captive audience, such as an influencer or something like that. Um, but there's all these different ways. You could put a video out there. You could put a landing page out there. You could create some content about it and see how much you, information you get back. Um, and you could also go to Walmart and, you know, go to your local store and just... Ask somebody, ask the department manager in the baby section, ask them about, you know, Hey, what do you think about this? So it's, it's really, you really have a lot of options to be able to validate your product ideas and get feedback. So let's validate a baby shower game. Let's say that I want to, um, I I saw this pin on Pinterest as I was doing my market research and it was a really popular pin and i went to the blog 21 baby shower games that don't suck (laughs) and i learned that um, a really cool trend is people are creating nursery art so during the baby shower people would have you know attendees over and i have the the blurb here from the website a fun and low pressure game for attendees to help create some pretty nursery art for the baby Um, so you know getting a can, so I'm just thinking, wow, okay, I could get a canvas, I could put some paints there, and I could sell a whole kit together. All right, let's search on Amazon for it. So I start trying to search as if I'm the customer buying this nursery artwork kit, and I can see that really the results are that nobody's really searching for um, the baby shower side of things, Um, and all I can find is nursery artwork canvas, which... Uh, It's just a canvas piece of art when I look in in the results. There are some fingerprint uh, art DIY kind of kits when I look deeper into this, but they're not selling very well. So I'm guessing that the people that are doing this type of trend are very niche and maybe they're going out to their local craft stores and kind of more DIYing this and not necessarily looking to buy it online. Um, And then I, I looked... At the results for baby shower game kit, and there really wasn't anything like what I was thinking about. Um, so I just couldn't find enough information to move forward with this idea. I can see, you know, I looked nursery art baby shower game on Google, and I see like a lot of people are DIYing it but it isn't really selling well. You can see over here the results of this fingerprint art on Amazon and not doing well at all. Um, So it's not really what people are looking for in terms of this. And it doesn't seem to be a good product to move forward with. So then I looked at another trend in the DIY um, nursery art kind of thing, which was painting these, uh, another trend in that same blog was painting these blocks, painting, having each person come to the baby shower and paint a, um, a block for the baby and put their own design on it. And so I noticed that Um, I saw that people were searching for all kinds of terms related to this on Amazon. So for example, I have up here, wooden blocks for a baby shower, wooden alphabet blocks for a baby shower. So not only are they searching for it, but they're specifically searching for it in relation to a baby shower. So now I know, okay, this idea is pretty good. Let's see what the competition looks like. So I look and there is nobody selling a kit. Not on Amazon. There's nothing. But these blocks on Amazon are selling quite well. And, you know, they're like this one, 8,000 in toys and games. It's pretty good, right? So they're selling quite well. People are looking for them. And this seems to be a pretty hot trend. Plus, nobody is selling my idea. So what do I do? Uh, I have to answer some questions, right? Does my differentiation matter to the potential customer? Yeah, people are searching for this. And they're buying the blocks to make these things right what do they think of it well I have to stop here because I don't know you know I don't I don't know what they think of it I could source a kit and I could put a few of them on the market as a test and I could get customer feedback and then I could expand on this line of DIY shower baby games and kits right and then the third question how much would they pay for it again I don't know I know that they're buying these blocks but I don't know what they would pay for a kit so I've got to do some more research Let's get back into it and do some more research. So first of all, I'm gonna go back and find out from social media surveys, captive audiences, what do they think of it and how much will they pay for it? So I look on Etsy. I first, I Google it and I try to see um, if people are, I put in the DIY baby shower name blocks and I see all these results from Etsy. And so I notice on Etsy, people are selling these kits for $33 for $38 And you notice on Etsy what you can do this one that's $24.99 down here this one has 1400 reviews do you think it's selling pretty well yeah even these here these newer ones have 138 reviews and this one has 282 reviews these are only including 10 blocks and it seems like a pretty easy kit to put together so Now I know nobody's selling these kits on Amazon and people are selling them on Etsy and they're selling really well. Okay. Pretty cool validation of this product idea. So I now know that they'll pay 35 to $38 for it, but I can make mine more kind of, you know, branded and more legit. I can add in an instruction card and excellent branding. And now I do some, some cost. I look and I see, okay, I can source these blocks for $1.66. I can get some Mod Podge for $2. I can get some printables and some markers. And so overall, it would cost me about $5 to even put a test product. And that's not even at validate at, at uh, volume. I can put um, this test on the market at $5.66, which, hey, that's 7x margins with room to grow. Awesome um so do they prefer my version or the best seller which was the next question that we wanted to answer right now I know people are searching for this on Etsy they're searching for the idea in general this is a really popular trend they're buying the blocks on Amazon and they're buying these kits on Etsy so I think a brand dedicated to this would be a welcome option now I could definitely you know when i'm answering the question will they follow me to launch and beyond i can build up a, a facebook group of parents i can find an influencer who's already in this space i can write some blog content about this and i can have an email sign up page on my blog and see if a lot of people get interested in this either way i can get feedback about my idea and see if um, if all of my thoughts are right Already, I feel like this is pretty far validated, right? I mean, we know people are buying it on Etsy. We know they're searching for it on Amazon and that it's not available as a kit. So I know that I can pull this off in the mass market and probably do pretty well. So we have answered all the questions. We know our differentiation matters. We know what they think about it. You know, we're gonna test the market. We're gonna get more information about it. How much would they pay for it? We know that our margins are good for this product. So we're not just assuming that we've done the research. Do they prefer my version of the best seller? I would be the first to mass market with this idea. So I think that 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 is a a really good thing. Uh, And then will they follow me to launch and beyond? Well, I have a plan for telling people about my launch and I'm excited about that. All right, so in review, we've got to do market research you saw in this example, in this presentation, how I researched baby shower, I got, I dug deeper, I got into baby shower games, I narrowed down my opportunities. First, I was thinking the artwork thing might be cool, but then I didn't really see any interest there. Then I got into the blocks and I saw an opportunity. Then I validated that opportunity. I made sure that my differentiation mattered. I checked if they would buy mine and then you know, I learned what they would pay for it, made sure I had profitable margins and I'm now planning who is my following and how will I engage with them? So you're welcome to steal this idea. I'm not in the baby market and I literally came up with this idea just when creating these slides. So I've given you an example of how just start studying your market Can uncover product ideas that you would never have discovered if you were just using a a product research tool like Jungle Scout or you know some other. I don't want to just pick on Jungle Scout. There, there's a ton of them, right? Um, So, you know, if you were just using a product research tool, you might not have discovered this opportunity. The great thing about it is that you're not going to be discovering the same opportunities as the thousands of other people using the product research tools. If you take we get 3000 new sellers on Amazon every day and now it's only going to get worse because <laughs> because you know more people are going to flock to e-commerce after this I think. You know, so if you are using those product research tools solely for new product ideas, you're not actually coming up with necessarily new product ideas that other people aren't also finding in droves. But if you start by studying the market, studying the topic, and then digging deeper, you're going to find opportunities, and you're going to be first to market with a hot trend that nobody else has even discovered or thought of. So it's so, so, so important to utilize these kind of methods. And you know, there's nothing wrong with also utilizing product research tools, but you can see that they're just one data point. And so, you know, I, w- I wouldn't mind utilizing, I already utilize rank on Amazon to see, you know, how many, how many are selling and how popular it is. We utilize reviews, they're data points, but we really wanna get into um, studying the market as a whole and also validating our ideas along the way. So this is what we're covering in our mastermind group this month. Um, we have a private mastermind group, it's $49 a month. And we are covering different business models, understanding your numbers, your profits, maximizing your margins for scalability, um, how to do, you know, how to come up with uh, I- ideas for products, effective product research strategies, niche discovery. You know, maybe you're not sure what niche you should go with. How do you get into niche discovery? Something I hear all the time is, Um, Well, the niches that I'm interested in Amy are too saturated. Well, I just showed you how to find an opportunity in a saturated niche. And so we can definitely get into that more. Um, And then we're going to talk about how do you after you come up with all these ideas. How do you actually prioritize them and pick your winners. And then um, we'll get into validation even further, give you some more uh, methods for validating your products and then prioritizing your product list and picking the one that you're going to launch and then if you join us this month, you also get my listing optimization masterclass, which is 10 hours of training. And it shows you everything A to Z, how I do the research for keywords, how I find the right category, list the product in the right keyword, and then how I actually write a listing, the whole process A to Z. So if you're interested in checking out the mastermind group, it's at amazingathome.com slash mastermind. Reach out with any questions that you have. I really hope that this, uh, presentation today has given you some new ideas of how to study the topics that you're interested in and how to um, find opportunities in the marketplace and how to come up with new product ideas. Um, I welcome your feedback. I welcome your questions. And uh, thank you so much for attending today. And I hope, I hope to see you with that next bestseller um, in e-commerce. That would be great. All right, I hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you soon.